If you're an athlete, you know the greatest motivator of all is the fear of letting your teammates down. After all, a team is only as good as its weakest link. So you owe it to those wearing the same jersey as you to be your best every time you step on the field. That's why there's no vape in team. When you vape, you can expose your lungs to toxic chemicals that can damage your lungs. If you're a step behind, the team's a step behind. Brought to you by The Real Cost and the FDA. Hello and welcome to the Mirror Gamer Walkthrough. We've got some great topics for you this week, including Diablo 4 Season 1 update literally puts players in hell. Okay, maybe not literally, but it is putting them in hell. Uh, we've also got a Project Q leak, which suggests that the PlayStation 5 handheld will run Android. What? We're going to talk about that a little bit more. Uh, we'll also uh, talk about the fact that Modern Warfare 3 has been confirmed by Monster Energy Drinks. What? We'll be talking about that a little bit later on, uh, but not before we play you the credits. Are you prepared to go public with your KD online? or No. Everyone thinks he or she is the best football expert on the planet. You see it in the back page of the mirror, you know, deal agreed. I think the most important thing is just to have fun. What? Three tenths. No, what button is it? Um, well... Hello. We're ready to come for the W, yeah? Ooh, 12. Ooh, here we go. If you can master second man press, you will defend 10 times better. Today, I'm going to be reviewing the PSVR 2 headset. Hello, everyone. Welcome to the Mirror Game Walkthrough. I pressed the trailer button twice then, so apologies if it was just a... Lagged a bit, uh, but welcome <laughs> to the Mirror Gamer Walkthrough. We've got some great topics, as I just said. Joining me to talk about all these topics today, I'm delighted to be joined by two of my Mirror Gaming colleagues. Uh, Jasmine, how are you getting on? You all right? Yeah, it's been a while since I've been on the podcast, I think. Um, I think the last time I made an appearance was when the infamous um, remake versus not oh, remake no. argument happened. Yeah. Um, and then uh, after that finished, Nathan said, Jasmine, you're never allowed on the podcast again. And I should beg for <laughs> four weeks to come back. <laughs> um, so now he's finally let me come back and I'm hoping to start some more arguments today. Absolutely. That's what we want. And I know I was there. I was in the middle of it. Uh, thanks for <laughs> reminding me. Yeah. Uh, we've also got Aaron joining us today, our resident Diablo tormentor. Aaron, thank you so much for joining us. You all right, mate? Yeah, I'm really good. And I just want to say that while all that was going down, I obviously wasn't on the podcast, but I can, I've got a distinct memory of being in uh, at the train station in London. I think it might have been King's Cross while like watching on my phone, waiting for my train to come in. And there was an absolute meltdown happening between Scott and Jasmine. Metal Gear Solid yes, remake, was. do we need it? But uh, that was a classic mirror gaming walkthrough pod moment, oh. if I do say so myself. Classic. It'll be it'll be forever remembered. It'll be infamous. Yeah. Uh, go and check out that episode if you want to. But not before you check out today's episode of Walkthrough, because we've got some great topics to go through. Thank you so much for everyone who's watching the show. And as always, if you've got any comments, please pop them in the chat and we'll go through them as we go as well. Um, so shall we start with the first topic, which is Diablo 4 Season 1 update puts players in hell. Um, there's a lot I don't understand, so I'm going to be heavily relying on Aaron as a <laughs> I'm a Diablo 4 noob. Uh, so let's go through this topic. So Diablo 4 Season 1 is now well underway, but Activision Blizzard has acknowledged players' disappointment already with recent balance changes. Despite being a behemoth success on both the sales and concurrent player numbers front, Diablo 4 Season 1 launched last Thursday under the rain cloud of fan disappointment. Season of the Malignant added several new changes to keep you playing far beyond the campaign, 
Um, yet again, service struggled to meet demand. But the update also nerfed every character class ahead of the debut season's arrival. Um, fans were so outraged that they had to do a campfire chat live stream the day after season one in which the Associate Community Management Director, Adam Fletcher, said, we want to acknowledge everyone's feedback in regards to reducing player power. And this is incredible as well. He also said, we know it is bad. We know it is not fun. We ourselves know it is not the greatest play experience for players out there and that they don't plan on doing a patch ever like this again. Um We've got some discussion questions. Diablo 4 has been so popular. We've talked about it. We do loads of content on it on Mirror Gaming, video and editorial-wise. Why Why would they take a game that's so popular and be like, oh, I'll tell you what we'll do. We'll do a patch that's going to annoy all our players. Aaron, can you can you give us some insight into why, why Blizzard would do that? I think the the reason they've done this is because, obviously, it has a lot to do with the Season of the Malignant Uh content update that they're implementing like all these new mechanics like malignant tunnels the hunt for uh, malignant hearts which is essentially a new form of uh uh gear where you can insert these hearts of varying different um specialities i guess into like infected items and stuff so honestly with a game like diablo especially now that it's all online like this it's just a constant I, I kind of feel sorry for like the development team in the back end because it's not like a lot of live service games like we Fortnite had an update today. The Futurama characters, right? Yeah. That's it, pretty much. You got new back bling and new weapons, I guess, but back bling doesn't really affect like you know player ability or anything like that. Whereas in a game like Diablo Four, like it's it's that's what you buy into. The reason that players become so invested is because they're gonna engage into these new expansions, these new content updates. That's what they're there for. And when you've got people spending hundreds of hours into characters that they've built up and have been told is the best way to build a character, only for them to be knocked uh, down again with the click of a finger like someone's finger in the back end it's incredibly frustrating specifically for end game level players that have worked so hard and you know have put in the time eventually so i i I truly believe in my heart of hearts that this wasn't activision blizzard's intention was to irk everybody i think basically the main problem going into this ahead of this update was that they were worried that you know end game end game level character class builds were too we're not broken, we'll say, but we're having too easy a time. And specifically, following the patch, which is known as Update 1.10A, ridiculous name for a patch. Because yeah, then we have 1.10B. And now, sometime in the next couple of weeks, we're getting 1.1.1 to fix some of this stuff. <laughs> it's just a complete mess, to be honest. But um, yeah, specifically, if you were a barbarian or a sorcerer player, I mean, all five character classes got nerfed to hell mm. to the extent that not only are they weaker in the end game now which is a fine line because then you've got certain members of the community that are worried about it becoming too easy so mm. you know but they're not the ones you know voicing all their dis- displeasure at the moment but then you've also got the fact that by making their characters weaker they're more difficult to level up so people that want to take place or what take part in the new season specifically are going to have a tougher time getting to where they need to be and obviously the season only lasts three months so it's all about fine tuning. It's all about carefully balancing these um, tweaks. And mm-hmm. unfortunately, for the most part, Activision Blizzard 1.1.0a didn't hit as intended. Hopefully, that made a bit of sense. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I'm just trying to work out, like, in terms of, in terms of, you said that every every character class was nerfed. So, if every character class was nerfed, 
why why do it at all? Because because it, it if every like they were the same now. Yeah, if they're exactly. all nerfed, then they're the same. If every yeah. character class is nerfed, then the patch didn't do anything. Do you know what I mean? It's, it's all well, it, but but it does though because it's they're not all nerfed like equally. It's to do with the specific builds of the classes. So if you were right, to go to mirror.co.uk/gaming okay. right now. I think nice. it was a couple of weeks ago. Nice, yeah. Got to get a plug in there. And maybe yeah. keep your eyes on the channel for a specific video next Monday, I want to say. Um, basically, within the different classes themselves, there are multiple different skill trees you can take. And if you're, yeah. if you're just a casual player like me, then you don't really care about what points you put into. You're just kind of like, oh, this sounds cool. This looks cool. Let's do it. Because I'm primarily playing solo anyway, or I'll play with friends. But mm. like the Barbarian's a good example. Like, I'm not quite sure how far back this stretches, but I know that at least with Diablo 3 and I Diablo 4, a popular skill tree path for the Barbarian is, is what's known as Whirlwind, where there's a specific selection of powers that players will pour their points into. And let's say, you know, you focused on being a Whirlwind Barbarian. Well, that gets nerfed suddenly. The Ice Shard Sorcerer is doing increased damage output compared to what you were doing. And that's right. despite the Sorcerer, you know, doing lesser damage. So, And then if you couple that... And I'll be honest, like... Diablo 4 is pretty good about letting you respec for the most part. Like you can just pay gold, which is very easy to come by in Diablo 4. Mm. Just completely wipe your skill tree and start again. But obviously, if you get used to a specific style of prey, it's going to be annoying to like relearn tactics and everything because it's all about D DPS, AOE, all these minute buffs and upgrades. Um, but if you couple that with what I said earlier about the fact that if you are just jumping into season one now, because as we'll maybe touch upon, you have to start a new character to enjoy the season one stuff. It's going to take longer to get to say level 50 at the start of season one post patch than it was pre patch in the main game. Um, which obviously is, there's an argument to be made that it wastes players time more so than it arguably should. Yeah. You've explained that very well. Um, <laughs> I try to. Uh, something that I find it difficult. Uh, we'll, we've got a couple of discussion questions which we'll go into, but just for me personally, I think we were talking off camera yesterday. Obviously, off camera because we're not always on camera. We're <laughs> not always streaming. Yeah, we were having a chat yesterday off camera. Um, just basically talking about, oh, I might be interested in doing a bit of Diablo Four, like potentially streaming it. Doing I don't bits even of know why you said that to an interview. <laughs> I feel like you've at the worst time of Diablo Four, you've gone. I want to play that game. Yeah. yeah, and I just so, don't get why. So season one, we've been doing so much content around season one. It's actually got sort of got me a bit hyped for it because I've read so mm. much about it and everyone's so hyped. And I was like, yeah, I'll, I'll jump into it. And then Aaron kindly explained, hang on, you need to complete the campaign to even access season mm -hmm. one content. And then, oh, by the way, when you complete the campaign, you need to start a completely new character to mm -hmm. then play season one. And I was just like, what? Yeah. What? Um, well, I mean, you're never going to run out of stuff to do in the game, which is like yeah, the one of the main sort of selling points of of Diablo and has historically been for the franchise is that there's like so much to do that yeah. you'll never run out of stuff to do. You could put thousands upon thousands of hours into this game and still not have done everything that there is to do. Yeah, which is yeah. why I think they structured it like that. So it's just to make sure that there's more content. I do feel like that's silly. I feel like there should be an option to opt out of, of completing mm. the campaign before moving on to season one or whatever. So, so, so here's the thing. Oh, you're right. You Get technically need thing. to finish the campaign <laughs> to access the seasonal content. But once you complete it once, then you can just jump into every season as it comes through willy-nilly. It's yeah, not like whenever a new season comes. Yeah, but you're not going to repeat comes. the campaign. 
Right. No, yeah, and there's the option to skip towards the end of the campaign if you don't want to like do that. Yeah, but again. that that should be a given. I don't want to do the campaign more than yeah. once anyway. Yeah, yeah, I guess that the idea from Activision Blizzard's end was like we release the game. There's no season ongoing for a month. That gives people time to play through the campaign, and then yeah. now oh, that the yeah, season's okay. arrived, and I'll be honest with you guys, despite how much has changed with this the new season because basically it's split into what's called the seasonal realm and the eternal realm right and the eternal realm is the vanilla base game as it'll always be essentially and that's where your character that you made originally as well as the character in the current season by the time the new car the new season starts that character gets reverted to the eternal realm you because you have to start a new character again when the new season arrives looks like he's about to stop i've heard yeah, the yeah. word new character so many times yeah. but this is like the kind of like uh, like I get it, I get. And is I guess this just the way Diablo is. Like, yeah, the, yeah, that's it, man. Because otherwise, it's like, okay, I'm level 100, I can't max out, but I can. And then, what by the time, let's say you could take your season of the malignant character into season two, whatever it end up mm. called, it's going to be overpowered. So the yeah. idea is that by only letting certain things carry over, like the altars of Lilith, which provide you your character with permanent upgrades depending on where you are in the map, um, you won't have too easy a time. Um, and obviously there's the different world tiers where there's four world tiers and each tier is basically a different level of world difficulty and you have to beat world tier two to access world tier three world tier three to get world tier four it is it is what it is but like the the good news is is that if you wanted to, it is what it is um <laughs> get that on a t-shirt the good news is that if you just wanted to treat diablo 4 and the developers themselves have said this as like a 30 hour single player campaign or co-op game you can you don't have yeah. to do the season yeah, stuff but i'm not i am not spending 70 quid for a 30 hour True. single player campaign well god of war ragnarok is about 30 yeah, hours, i was gonna that's say that's game that's of the year of but yeah like we um, all know that jasmine's got prejudices against diablo 4 you can go back and see it on this channel on a stream <laughs> ugliest game of 2023 the ugliest was it, game, yeah that was a direct quote wasn't that on their marketing material in the end yeah, yeah didn't they put that on there yeah, I think they did. Yeah. yeah. Um, um, I will say, though, one thing that is uh, a positive note coming out of all of this is that it's clear that the devs actually do really care about Diablo 4 and really care about the player feedback that they're getting. Because I think yeah. typically, especially with big game studios like Blizzard, like Riot Games, like they don't like taking on player feedback. They don't like it when they put something out, players don't like it. They just typically ignore when there's negative feedback on it and carry on doing whatever they're doing. Don't rectify it for ages and ages. And then maybe if you're lucky in a year's time, they'll be like, Do you know what, guys, that kind of sucked. We shouldn't have done that. So the fact that there was such an immediate response from the dev team to be like, hey, we screwed up and we're sorry and we want to fix it is a really positive note for especially given that Diablo 4 is still so young. It, mm. it sets like a really nice tone for what will be the rest of the support on this live service game. And it makes you think, OK, they're going to listen. They're hopefully yeah. not going to do this again. So just on that note, Jasmine, I entirely agree because like it'd be so easy for them to just like ignore, hush out the noise and say like, oh, everyone's having fun kind of thing. Mm -hmm, but the, the the fact of the matter is, is that they're locked in now for at least, I would say, 10 years because Diablo 3 is still going. Uh, mm -hmm. Diablo 2 Resurrected still going. Mm -hmm. And it's a major runaway success. That's why they need to be like delicate about it because they don't mm -hmm. want this player base to get frustrated to the point that they turn away and play something else. 
But um, Jasmine's right in the fact that... Especially in a time that, like this, oh, when there's so many games to go and yeah. play now. But I think that Diablo 4 like, occupies a very unique space in the quote-unquote live service market, because there's nothing mm-hmm. else really like it being... There's no top-down dungeon crawler, you know, primarily single-player story-driven that's supported to this extent like so it's a nice niche that they've had it carved out obviously Mm -hmm. i don't know too much about overwatch 2 but blizzard clearly dropped the ball with that sort of stuff this is a different part of blizzard that seems to be handling things better and on that point they said following the and nathan read this in the opening statement um because this is a courtroom obviously um (laughs) uh following the reception of the update 1.1 1.1.0a they're Do publishing patch notes. You can, I've, you I've set a to. challenge to myself. Okay. But yeah. Right. They've um, they've said they're publishing patch notes prior to them dropping now, and while that's a good like marketing line to say, I don't know how much use that's going to be in the long term because yeah, you can publish the patch notes ahead of time, but if players don't like the patch notes, what you're seriously going to stop them from rolling out? Are you? But it depends exactly. how far in advance they're planning to drop them as well. Like if they're dropping these patch notes like months in advance, then they're not patch notes really. They're just ideas, right? They're just like this is what we want yeah. to do. Yeah. And if they're dropping yeah, they're them being the day before, it's a post-it note. It's a post-it. Yeah, note. but that's what I'm saying. And if they're dropping them the day before or a couple yeah. days before or whatever, then there's not like oh we're gonna go and change this. No, no you're not. It's done. It's it's ready. Yeah. You just need to press a button now. You're not gonna change that. So I think that's they need to find like a good medium of when when to publish these patch notes to make it appropriate to incorporate player feedback on them. And I just don't know what that medium's gonna be. Like it doesn't make sense to me. Yeah. Well we know I do that... like the campfire chat. I do like the campfire chats though. I think they're really good. The fact that I they don't. can just jump on a live stream. Uh, as someone who has to write changes. up the campfire chat yeah. stuff, I, I don't like it. But Is that the, the only campfire... reason you don't, I don't like even... it though? <laughs> Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's As good a Diablo Four player, isolated, yeah. like forget this is your job for a minute. <laughs> yeah. Just as yeah. a Diablo Four player, what do, what do you think yeah. of the campfire chats? What other what other publisher goes on a live stream for an hour after an update and explains why they've done it yeah. and talks about the update? And do you know what? I just love how confident and blasé they are. They're like, we've got a set built because we know we're going to be doing these campfire chats yeah. for the next like five plus years or so. Like the co- the cockiness of it. Like, I mean, <laughs> yeah, we're going to dedicate a room do, to this do office. Do riot, please. Which is is like that type of thing where it's like an hour long and they talk about everything they've done and what their plans are for the future but that happens once a year and it's specifically once a year scheduled thing and that's the only time you get something like that out of riot games so the fact that blizzard or the more specifically diablo team are willing to put this effort in even after their first biggest update ever like is I think a really good sign. I mean, guys, like as I was hinting at earlier, like this is just a season update. It happens every three months. Mm. And we know that they're working on two full paid for expansions later down the line. So like typically in Diablo, when a new expansion comes, so does a new class and that's going to tip the balance uh, Mm. even more so. So they need to um, need to be careful going forward. But yeah, it's kind of cool how open they're being at the moment. Yeah, it's interesting you say about the pale expansion because I was just thinking then, the way you describe the different seasons, it's almost like they're handling each season as a DLC. The fact that yeah. like it's almost resetting everything and then you start in from scratch. It's almost like they are treating those as DLCs and then they're going to have the seasons and and there's going to be the DLC. So in the DLC, will they be treated like seasons? Do you think? Is that similar? So that- like I said, the main difference is because seasonal updates is still the same map you're traversing and it's changes to the map, right? So as yes. like 
as impactful as it can be, as many new bosses it adds. And they still haven't said going forward, actually, whether or not the season content will be available in some sort of mode, like mm. for out of season, maybe not. It might be a case that they bring certain events back, like if they're popular enough, similar to what Destiny did. Yeah, If I had to liken it Diablo 4 to any other game, actually, it probably would be Destiny. But obviously they ended up wiping story content which i'm not a fan of to make way for new campaigns absolutely stupid bungie <sighs> as somebody who likes game preservation but um to answer your question nathan like expansions will typically take you to a different location entirely right. but yeah. having said that like the whole appeal with diablo 4 this time around is that the map's interconnected so i can see them adding like bolting on an extra part of the map that wasn't there before um and it, it, honestly, the fact that there's two full expansions in development alone is already significant because Diablo 3 only ever had one, Reaper of Souls. And that took you, I don't know, that was a good eight to ten hours of additional content. But I'd say they've got the resources to do it because this game is printing money. Printing money. Absolutely. And Absolutely. Uh, I don't know I don't know how many battle passes they've sold or whatever, but the fact that it's cosmetic only and the you know, people are so invested, I think you know it's going to do well. For, like, I just want to say, like, how many other games... Like, because Fortnite's free to play, Rocket League's free to play, Diablo Four, they are selling at full price, and they've got yeah. a battle pass on the go. That is like, insane to me. That do you know what I mean? Yeah. But, but but FIFA, FIFA. Oh yeah, FIFA is doing it obviously with loot boxes. Yeah. But but that is a testament to like how strong a foundation yeah. the game they've built. Like this is a five star game. I wrote in my review. So if you pay seventy quid for this game, you play thirty hours, you are not going to want your money back. Everything else is extra. So fair play to them this could yeah. all very much go wrong and there has been some server problems i wish there was an offline only mode for that mm. when because spoiler alert servers will be going down tomorrow for two hours 7 p.m in the uk when do most people finish work five they want to go home and play diablo but they're not going to be able to that sucks um yeah absolutely. But, we've got some yeah. other stuff to move on to but i just want to say hello to scott who's in the chat hi scott uh he asks anyone ever play never dead for the 360 aaron jasmine no. Can't, can't say I have, but I've, I, and I've not even played Twisted Metal for the PS3, Scott. So what am I doing? I've heard <laughs> I of played Never Dead. Ca- I played Cameo, Scott. If that helps. Oh yeah, yeah. We were talking I, about that earlier, weren't we? Yeah, we were. We were just having a look at each other's uh, like gamer score and looking at yeah. Xbox, different Xbox gaming history. Yeah, absolutely, absolutely. I will, I will say this about Never Dead: it is the most 360ist looking <laughs> 360 <laughs> game that ever lived. Third person shooter, brown. Uh, you seem to play as a zombie. Wow. I'm actually going. Oh, I might pick this up and see if it's backwards compatible. Can you? Are you able to share the screen? Oh, that's a good question. Oh, oh, I want to see how brown it is. Yeah, you want to see how brown this game is. Yeah, I mean, on. this yeah. was like 2000. 2000- brown game. Actually, this game was 2012, so it shouldn't be too brown in theory. But oh, really? Here we go. If somebody Old man wants uses to... computer again. Uh, I'm using is it. it you just need to let in my screen. Okay. I'm sharing a window. There you go. There you go. Oh yeah. So do you see what I mean? That's quite brown. Yeah, that's quite brown. That's very that brown. Is, that is like yeah. really brown. Looks like it fall looks, out a bit. Yeah, just, it looks more it. brown. It looks more brown than Resistance 3, and that's saying something. Anyway, Jasmine, they, they when they've got of, like any other colours or <laughs> the engine could only handle a set amount. Yeah, they did not have access to a colour palette, did they? Absolutely not. Um I wanted to mention about the battle pass actually, because there's also been a, a bit of um controversy around the fact that uh i haven't actually seen it i've seen a video of it but i I haven't seen all the all the conjecture around it but apparently you can accidentally buy the battle pass because there's not a confirmation button so like what epic games were fortnite got in trouble for how many millions or billions Uh, were they fine was it 200 million 
I think it was 250 million. Around yeah. that. So but, apparently but, but we're Fortnite, premium. Were Fortnite as quick to respond as Activision Blizzard, though? Because it was like the day after, I swear. Oh, 245 million. Yeah. It was wow. years, I think, Fortnite had that in the game. Um, yeah, it was. Yeah, yeah. So, so that is now no longer the case. Oh, in Diablo? Yeah, you, you can't buy it accidentally. Um, I haven't seen anywhere saying that it's been fixed yet, but Activision oh, really? Bitter has said that they're looking into it. They've and, acknowledged yeah. it already. I'm pretty sure they have. Yeah, yeah. That's really good. Compared, I mean, to they've got games. they've got a stream no, no, coming up this no Friday. Shade. Yeah. So this yeah. is what I mean yeah. when you open yourself up to fan criticism to this degree, you've not got anything to hide behind, I guess. Yeah, yeah, yeah. definitely. Yeah. But this is but the thing as well is that you build such a trusting relationship with the fans of your game, and if anything, it like um, one of the questions that we've got here is 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 this going to drive people away from Diablo 4? And I think it will actually, in turn, once the issues are repaired, do the opposite and make people think, hey, I'm going to check that out because they fix their issues and stuff. Like, someone who's a big fan of live service games, I am so used to to teams just ignoring fan input and criticism. Yeah. So seeing that is, like, really refreshing. And I'm not going to say it's going to go make me play Diablo 4 because it's probably not, because I... You know, when Diablo 4 I've goes on issues. sale, Jasmine, come on. It's a fun <laughs> thing. If it, change the sale, palette, if it goes on sale, <laughs> then I might think about it. But right now, I just can't justify spending that much money on a game that I know I'm not going to play yeah, yeah, yeah. very much. That's fair. that's fair. I think that's valid. And also, it's ugly. But anyway. Oh, you had to get that little jab in there at the, at the last minute, didn't wow. you? Wow. Wow. Do, do you think it will drive players away, these changes, Aaron? Or do you think that the the developers have got enough, the, the publishers have got enough of a trusted community base where they're like, they've come out and said, look, there won't be another update like this. I don't, I know you don't like it. Stay with us. Do you think that will impact player numbers at all? I don't, it's interesting because as I was saying earlier, people have already paid cold hard cash for the game like when you say drive yeah. away the numbers could dip but they've already got your money do you know what i mean i mean yeah yeah i feel won't... like it's different than than a free-to-play game like fortnite or overwatch or whatever where people are like oh yeah like i'm just gonna go because that's what i've done yeah. with a lot of those titles and mm. and this is like, like like the top end of the um you know player base the people that are putting hundreds of hours and because there's like uh, another complaint was like there was a treasure goblin glitch where their pa- their attack yeah. uh, power was too heavy and there were people that were taking their 100 level characters in hardcore mode literally turn a corner tre- treasure goblin hit them done instantly progress lost because that's what happens in hardcore mode like these yeah. are the sorts of p- of players you attract like when you've had a series that's going as long as diablo and a dedicated loyal fan base like the only thing i could liken it to is world of warcraft really i guess i don't know mm. if jasmine has much to say in terms of the league of legends front but diablo 4 is almost like too too big to fail and i don't mm. think all right your character class got nerfed but you can still engage in the content you can still like yeah. run through you still have that character there providing not playing in hardcore so yeah. i don't think it's going to drive players away um and like i said they've been so communicative and open yeah. so yeah Scott makes a good point in the chat, though, I think. Yeah, Scott is in the chat again. Hi, Scott. Thanks so much for watching, mate. Uh, he says, Capcom fixed the rushed issues in Street Fighter Six in less than a day. Capcom um, are a really good example of being yeah. open to to like fan criticism and input. I think they're yeah. uh, something that people should should follow by. Aside I, I, from I, with Exoprimal. Anyway. Oh, Exoprimal hit one million. We were talking about the other day. I know yeah. it's on Game Pass. That's why it did it. But, you know, still impressive. 
Absolutely. Um, Diablo 4, £70. Worms <laughs> Armageddon, 99p. Better game and looks best, better. For, for a second then, I thought clear. Nathan was going to go, Diablo 4, £70. Worms Armageddon, 99p. Pounds. The look on your face, the look on your friend's face when you kill it, priceless. Like, I don't know if Jasmine's too... For... Thank yeah. you for getting me that game, Scott. I really appreciate that. Just yeah, thanks, Scott. Reference. Scott bought thanks, me Scott. Worms Armageddon well, is, before isn't, we went on the podcast. And isn't Worms 3D the better game though on PS2? Like oh, that was the game I had in my head. Like, what was the one on the DS? That's the one I played. Oh, here we the go. One on DS. Here we... Worms. It was probably called Worms DS because I every think game it was, was just yeah. Worms DS. Yeah. Oh no, Sounds Worms right. Open Warfare, of course. Ooh, worms of course over. that was that is the best worms game no debate no no one can answer i mean no one can ask any questions because not answering them that's it get that it's, ported to switch scott, I'm, I'm, scott is weighing in on this conversation uh, worms 4 is the best three with the 3d one because it it has 3d levels in there too um, no, i hate all of the 3d, 3D ones all of the 3d ones just don't hit the same as the 2D ones, we need they a live don't. service Worms game. How about we that? Do. We oh, do. We do. That'd be that'd be amazing. Yeah. Um, Scott also Diablo. says Armageddon better than Worms Two on 360 is better than Worms Four is better than Open Warfare Two. So that he's got a whole tier list for us in the chat. I haven't played Armageddon, so let's see if this rings true. But the fact that Open Warfare Two is at the end means that you're wrong. So. We'll have to see. We'll have to see. We'll, I'll, I'll update you guys in next week's. Yeah, Worms Watch. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Well, join Worm. us next week for for Worms Watch, everyone. Um, the podcast within a podcast. Worms Watch. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, Callie's also in the chat. Hi, thanks so much for watching, Callie. Uh, they say, <laughs> "What is Project Q and why are you a hater?" I think well, that's funny. You should Jasmine. say that. Absolutely. <laughs> Just on my line, Aaron. What are you Sorry. Doing? Oh, Go on. Re rewind. Rewind. He couldn't. He couldn't resist. No. Um, talking of Project Q. Um, which is the upcoming PlayStation 5 handheld. Uh, there's been a recent leak, ladies and gentlemen. Uh, the video posted by Twitter user at Zuby underscore tech shows the PlayStation handheld device turned on with someone navigating through the home screen and app pages with the device clearly running Android OS. No gameplay or cloud streaming is shown, so it's unclear how this will exactly take place, but it's worth keeping in mind that this video could be fake as well, as is the case with all leaks. Um, Last month, Microsoft had a go at suggesting the price of Sony's uh, unreleased device during its legal battle against the FTC. With the Microsoft Activision deal still awaiting completion, they stated that it had uh, it expects Project Q to be under $300, which would be roughly £235 or 450 Australian dollars. Um, if it runs Android... Well, first of all, we've got a couple of questions. We've got a couple of questions. Why is this a bad thing, Jasmine? Well, okay, here's the thing. Sony are charging, potentially, according to Microsoft, Sony will be charging $300-ish for this cloud streaming device. Right. Where else have we seen this before? The Logitech G Cloud, which sucks. It's it's bad, right? If, on, on top of all of this, they, can't, they couldn't even be bothered to develop their own OS for this system... That is just the worst look on top of what was already such a lazy device. They announced it without even having a real name for it. The reveal trailer was literally like what, five seconds of footage of this device. We haven't seen anything else. We haven't got any more information other than from leaks aside from this. 
and now it will be running potentially on Android OS. That I feel like it just contributes to this sort of like this narrative of it being lazy and it being like just poor decision after poor decision. I think like one thing that would take this up a, a, a notch ever so slightly would be its own operating system. Running a handheld device dedicated for gaming, like the Steam Deck, for example, has SteamOS. And the whole point of SteamOS is that it makes it easier to, to navigate through your system, to play and launch games. Even Logitech G Cloud, it runs on Android as well, but it has its own UI to make it a bit easier too. If yeah. From the, the footage we saw, there wasn't even like a separate UI. There wasn't even like a mm. launch pad or anything. It was literally just like, it looks like you were just using an Android phone. I, I, it makes it seem even more worthless picking up this device for 300 quid when you could literally just use your Android phone and connect a controller to it or a backbone. Um, it doesn't make sense to me. And I feel like this won't be the case. I feel like this is some type of like early model where they haven't like installed the UI properly or they haven't installed whatever operating system they're planning on using properly. So I am really, really, really keeping my fingers crossed that Sony rectify whatever this issue is because this is just a nightmare on top of what was already a nightmare of a device on top of what Aaron said that he would only pay 60 quid for at most for this mm. device like and now it comes out there justifying my comments again by not having a, a bespoke UI do you know what I mean this is what I'm saying it's just mm. like making it seem worse and worse and worse because PlayStation Remote plays a thing you can play games from your PlayStation streamed onto your mobile phone, Android and Apple. Now. So you can do it right now if you want to. Yeah, right now. That's not something yeah. you have to wait for. That's already been out. Yeah. That's been out since PlayStation 4, correct me if I'm wrong. So that's been a thing for years that you can already do. And mm. the majority of people already own a phone, right? You just pick up your phone. You I mean, playing. yeah, you'd hope so. If you want to go and get a controller for said phone, you can do that. A backbone will set you back less than 100 quid. There's stuff like the Razer Kishi, which is probably like 40 quid for Android. They, mm. These these things are so much cheaper than however much Project Q is going to come out at. So why would anyone pick up Project Q? I don't, I'm still struggling so hard to understand. This is exactly the same thing I said when they announced it. The exact same thing I said when Microsoft predicted the price of it. And now the same thing again. Who is this for? Who is buying this? <laughs> Who who is actually buying this? Do we think the leak is correct? Are we both? Are we both? Are we all both? Are we all three of us in agreement that it is probably likely to run Android? Is that what we're saying? I feel like it probably will, but I'm really hanging on to this hope that it's not. I'm going to say I'm like mm. 60, 40. 60 okay. that it will run Android, and forty that it won't. And. Okay. If it runs Android, I am like 90% sure they'll have some type of like launchpad UI or something because there's no way you're unlocking your project queue and it just opens up like a bloody Google Pixel. There is no way <laughs> that is happening. Come on, let's be for real for a minute. Yeah. So I am really unsure still. Hmm. Maybe I just don't want to admit it. Maybe that's what it is. Aaron, well, what you, do you think? Are you in a, yeah, are you in agreement, Aaron? Uh, I'm in total agreement. Uh, to be honest, I don't know why this thing exists because it's basically a glorified screen with a DualSense uh, slapped on either side. The fact that anyone would even consider paying over £150 for this is a joke, if you ask me. I don't care how nice the screen is. It's not even a QLED screen, is it? Is it an it's OLED not, screen? It's only 1080p. 
That's no, what I mean. Like, yeah. and Jasmine keeps saying, like, who is this for? The only thing I can think of in my head is for people that want to obviously play first party PlayStation games on the go. But Ratchet and Clank Rift Apart released today on Steam. You can play that on Steam Deck now. You can play Steam God of War. But you can't use Steam this Deck. thing on the go. You, you can't use this thing no, on the go. You what, need in Wi-Fi. Your, in your house. Yeah, I know. It's a stream On the machine. go in your house. What are you that's saying? Where I play, that's <laughs> where I play my device, handheld devices, Jasmine. You might not want to admit it, but I play them in the house so I can watch TV as Yeah, I but you just said on the go. You just said on the go. On, on the, the go, go in my house. house. In my on house. The go in on the way house. to get a cup of tea. Yeah, exactly. Exactly that. So, I mean, otherwise, like, what's the point? Like... But even that, people can you... play $300, which is £235. Even that, that's insane to me because you can just use your phone. I can literally, if I want to play on the go in my house, what I'm walking to in my kitchen to get a cup of tea or whatever Aaron's situation is of how he plays games remotely, I've got a phone. I can just literally hold my phone and like play games on it. And then like, mm. if it's that bad, I can connect a Bluetooth controller and there you go. There are yeah. even controllers you can get which literally have like, um, like Steel Series have one where you can just connect your phone to the top here and then you can have your yeah, phone yeah, like, yeah. like that if it's like so important to you that you don't want to like hold both of them or whatever. There's Backbone which connects to either side of your phone and then that looks yeah. exactly like Project Q and it, it has a PlayStation Edition now so you can have the PlayStation buttons on it if that's what's so important to you, right? The only thing that's setting this apart right now from a mobile phone with a portable controller on it is the haptic triggers. And do you know what the haptic triggers are? Bad. Anyway. Like, uh, games aren't games utilizing haptic yeah. triggers anyway. This is a whole discussion that we had a mm. while ago. Games aren't utilizing haptic triggers anyway. So, like, mm. why would I pay $300 for that, for them not to use it? So we're saying we're saying we're not a fan, right? All three. I, I'm firmly in agreement. I, I'm not I think even not a fan. Be... I'm a hater. I'm an active <laughs> hater. I think Q. it. I think it will be at least the price that we're talking about. I think potentially even more because I, I know. Well, Microsoft what Sony said, said that it would be under three hundred dollars. Under three hundred dollars. Okay. Well, under how much is the DualSense Pro? Two hundred and nine pounds ninety nine pence. Okay, it's probably going to be that. It's probably going to be that price. I, I think say. it'll be a bit more than that. I think it'll be a bit more than that. Yeah, you're probably right. I think you're it'll be right. more than that. So yeah. we're not a fan. That's We're in agreement. But will no. it be a success? No. no. Other people because who's it for? Who's it for? Who would buy it? The PS2 wasn't a success. Let's, let's that, all think... Let's all think who would buy it. Let, who would buy this? Let's think of so some... everyone brainstorm. Everyone give me one example of one person that buy this thing. I promise you. I promise you. People in the comments as well. You won't be able to do it. You won't. Someone who wants to play first party PS5 exclusives in their house whilst watching TV, but cannot who doesn't be have a phone to buy a Steam Deck. And who don't, who don't have, have a phone. phone? Well, they can't play PS5 games on their phone, can they? Remote play, they can. Yeah. Mm. PS Remote Play. Yeah. So, right, what, well, so nice someone who doesn't have a phone, yeah. who doesn't want to buy a Steam Deck, <laughs> who wants yeah. to play PS5 Which is only games, like £100 more than this thing will be. wants to play PS5 games whilst also watching TV. 
Whoever wants to play yeah. Deathloop, but when they reload their gun, can feel the bullets go back into the chamber. Oh, using that, right. That, that you got me now. Them. You yeah. got me. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Okay. What about you. what about if you've got a silly little phone that's not powerful enough to stream PlayStation games, but and you don't want to buy a new phone? That might be cheaper than buying a phone. No. Well, no, because that money with that money, you could go and buy yourself a refurbished phone, which is going to be much higher specification than that and it's a phone it's not just like a, a device to play playstation games on it'll also do other yeah. things like you can use social media and make phone calls and have a camera like there's so many other things <laughs> on your phone as well and you phones aren't too expensive anymore when you're getting them yeah. secondhand or re refurbished and i'm a big fan yeah. of secondhand market with everything hardware software everything so go and do that instead please guys if if you don't have a phone that you can use PS Remote Play on, right? Instead of investing your hard-earned money on this device, put it towards getting a new phone, I promise you. Or a new Steam phone? Deck. Or a Steam yeah. Deck. Throw Steam away deck. your Nokia 3310 and upgrade to a Google Pixel 2. Don't and get then a you Google can, Pixel. You can stream... Oh, yeah, because... This episode of The Walkthrough is sponsored by... No, it's not. Uh... No, <laughs> no, don't get a Google Pixel. Um... But Don't if you get, want to get a Google Pixel, that is that is get your a get a grown up device. Thank you, suggest. thank you, Nathan. Um, What's the I'm best Android on phone on the market, Jasmine? Let's not go. Let's not go. Uh, I think that it depends on what your needs Don't are. Don't say the gonna... Samsung Galaxy. I I'm not going to start talking about that. I know. I, I I really don't like the Samsung Galaxy. So let's. But if we start talking about Android phones, I'll be here for ages. I think Google Pixel is a solid phone. Um, as long as your speakers aren't minging and broken, so when you try to show your friends videos, they can't hear them. Wow. Um... Wow. Maybe <laughs> a friend needs to check their earring. Hearing. Oh. Earring. <laughs> Earrings. Does that affect yeah. it? Does that affect it? He earrings. So. Yeah. No. Yeah. The, the, it affects the sonic flow through the air. Right. right. Okay. We've got yeah. we've got a couple of comments. We've got Naren in the chat. Hi, hi Naren. Thank you so much for watching. Uh, she says everyone should just buy a Steam Deck to game and watch telly at home on the go from the sofa. Absolutely. That's exactly what we're saying. Glad you'd agree with us. I'm not uh, a Adam fan L of the Steam Deck, but even I agree with that. Yeah, so. absolutely. Adam L's also in the chat uh, with the forward slash hi all like is. Like Hello, Adam L. You missed Hi, the remake L. debate at the beginning of this. Oh, Adam, we'll so get back into it. I'm sure yet again, he's going to have to rewatch the start of the yeah. stream. <laughs> I mean, no, he's got, not timing the isn't time. the best. Yeah. yeah. So Project Q is here, right? It's not going to change. It's uh, it's going to be. It? I... It's not no, released no, it yet. No, no, as in it's coming. We know it's coming. How right? do you it's know it's coming? Be... They could be listening to this podcast right now and going, do you know what? We should cancel it. And I hope they are. Sony, listen. I'm telling you right now. As Poor business as, decisions. We have so let's say we don't all have a god complex, and Sony aren't watching this, and they are going to release it later this year, right? Yeah. Um, it's already set in stone. It's going to be a Wi-Fi device. Why are they doing this? If they know that people aren't going to buy it, why are they doing it? What, what, surely somewhere someone's gone. This is a great idea because X. Why are they doing this? Have we got a do we, I think they think just want to get their hats in to this mm. handheld market right now that is like booming. Um, obviously, the Nintendo Switch happened. That was like, okay, that's Nintendo. Nintendo have always been there with handheld devices since day one. The Nintendo Switch day is one. the best handheld gaming device if you're not looking to play like specifically PC games or whatever, like that is Football the best handheld one. gaming device. And it's so cheap. It's cheaper than how much Project Q is predicted to be. Yes. And 
then they saw okay the steam deck came out this was another like okay is this a one-off is this just like a one-time thing valve really heavily subsidized it are we going to lose money if we do this but then it was really successful logitech were looking they were like how can we screw this up yeah keep an eye on our channels for that logitech were like oh yeah do you know what would be great if we did it too and it just like sucked right so that's what they did and sony saw that and sony were like oh my god logitech did that and it sucked so bad i want to do the same thing whoa let's do the exact same thing and that's exactly what they've done it's the same it's the same price it's the same price as the logitech g cloud predicted and it does the exact same thing it's just cloud gaming over wi-fi there's no support for 4 or 5g which would i think if that was the case we'd be having a different conversation if either of these devices could support 4 or 5g this would be a whole different thing because then it'd be like okay this is four people who want to game on the go and then you can stick a sim card in there and have like solid internet access because 4 and 5g coverage around the uk right now i don't know about elsewhere is really solid you can get it in the majority of places except in my house for some reason which is great um but that's not the case it's wi-fi only and i just feel like public wi-fi typically you can't even watch like youtube videos and stuff on it it's unsecure as well i mean yeah, you always get these alerts when you're connecting to public Wi-Fi on like a train or something, for example, that is like, this is for browsing emails only because they have so many people connected to it that they just don't have the bandwidth to provide you access to stream an entire game from your PS5. Do you know what I mean? Mm. And but because why... it's cloud gaming, I'm assuming your PS5 is going to have to be left on at home. Like yes. PS5s aren't already like consuming so much energy and driving up your power, but you don't have to leave it at home when you're not there. <laughs> God, it's just like problem after problem. Yeah, but surely Sony has seen the Logitech Cloud and got and seen it. What what, what has made them look at the Steam Deck, look at the Ally, look at the G Cloud, look at the Switch and go, okay, I know, we'll go the Logitech G Cloud route. Why, why, why I would don't, they... I think they just didn't... I What I'm feeling like is that they were in a bit of a rush, which is why they announced it before they even had a real name for the device. They announced it Makes under sense. Project Q. They didn't even say, oh, yeah, this is what it's going to be called or whatever. They just said internally, we're calling it Project Q. So that's like, okay, so you don't have a real name for it yet and you're announcing it to the public. Isn't that a bit fishy and weird, you know? And it's like, literally just a DualSense controller with the screen on as well. Yeah, it just feels like, very, like, Lego. They, they just rushed it and i think this is the best they could do in the time that they set themselves for this project and i just think they would have been better not entering the handheld space at all and then next year coming out with some type of playstation portable next gen some type of ps vita like because those devices were really good and Mm. like were literally battling the nintendo ds back in the day Mm. i remember when i got my nintendo ds my mom was like are you sure you want a ds and you don't want a psp and i was like yeah obviously (laughs) But that, the fact that that was even a question back then means that Sony are up there to be able to compete with the likes of the Nintendo Switch right now. You know, like they can yeah. do it. They've got the resources to do but, it. They just don't the want prob- to invest the time. The problem that PlayStation have is that they don't want to do the PSVR 2 route and develop bespoke software for this thing, right? That where, mm. where Nintendo and Steam have been clever is that it runs the same games they do it they tackle the situation very differently in that the nintendo switch software is underpowered you know comparatively because nintendo has the first party horsepower to be able to support that whereas playstation Mm -hmm. you know my my former title underneath diablo tormentor was sony resident sony pony but i've still said countless times that the first party playstation train is slowing down 
fast. Mm -hmm. They're only putting out one proper first party game this year, and that's Marvel Spider-Man 2. So you think they Mm -hmm. want to divide their teams, their masses of teams, into developing something specific for this? No. But I agree with Jasmine. They should have got found a way to run PlayStation 5 games natively at low-end settings would have been the best solution. But they obviously don't want to put in the R&D required. And if they didn't want to do that, then they shouldn't have done anything at all. They should have just left yeah. the device as an idea. They should have just left that napkin that they drew it on in whatever coffee shop it was in there and put it in the bin. It shouldn't have been announced. It should. I just feel like it's damaging Sony's reputation more so this year, considering that they don't have a lot of first party titles going out. So they have a lot of their resident Sony ponies like jumping ship and going, okay, let's see what Starfield's about, you know? like And the fact that they're even losing players in that way this is only going to contribute to that further. People are yeah. going to be like, okay, I've got this massive trust in Sony. The PS5 is a sick device. Even PSVR 2, which didn't get as many sales, I think that was more to do with the price point rather than the actual device itself. And the economy, because, in this yeah, economy. Exactly. The device itself, I reviewed it. It is absolutely fantastic. The only issue I had with it was that it literally cost more than the PS5 itself, which I know was also the case with PSVR 1, but... I don't know, like, I just feel like if you're going to release a device like that, you have to be willing to yeah. subsidize a little bit in the current economy, like Meta are doing, like Valve is doing with the Steam Deck. Sony aren't really the, willing to do that. Mm. So the, the reason the original PSVR sold so well is because the Meta Quest didn't exist, and it was the, mo- mm-hmm. it was the cheapest, most accessible way to experience VR other mm-hmm. than Oculus and hit the HTC Vive. Now you can Vive. pick up a Meta Quest for, like, 300 quid. Meta Quest, yeah. 300 quid. Mm-hmm. And yeah, Meta might not... library of games. Meta might not be able to decide on the price of the thing and it might go up and down every five months or so, but mm-hmm. for the most part, it's cheaper than PSVR 2. And obviously, yeah. you don't have to buy in £500 for a console as well. So. Yeah. Uh, Adam, like Allen, this... yeah. Go on. Adam Allen in the chat says, can we make sure Jasmine does a full review on Project Q? Absolutely. I absolutely will be yeah. doing a full review of Project Q. If yeah, and she's going to hate it the entire I time. Am. <laughs> uh, there is there will also be a logitech g cloud uh, review at some point as well which adam you will not want to miss i'm sure um just to play devil's advocate just this is a spicy show right i'm just gonna play devil's advocate i'm sony okay PSP, nice to meet you sony hello nice to meet you too <laughs> the psp was native ran native games with a disc yes in. it did the ps vita was a native games console ran mm-hmm. disc in neither were a success uh i would say the psp was a relative the psp success. was a success Comparative. the psp was, was definitely a success when we're talking about sony though was it as biz- big as a success as their consoles was it worth them doing it do it wasn't think? it didn't have as much market share as the nintendo ds if you're going to put yeah. it that way like yeah. ds won that battle yeah but there so you why go. Would that's they just put because that... the competition was there. If if all they're going to do is react the to competition, react now. to competition. Okay, this, is what, I'm, this is what I'm now. saying. This is what I'm saying. Sorry. If <laughs> all they're going to do is react to competition and react to competition and not innovate themselves, then don't bother. Don't, because this is the thing that they have they've learned with the PSP. Right? Is that yeah. they brought out the PSP? It was a great device, but it didn't beat out the Nintendo DS. Okay, now yeah. the Steam Deck is here. The Asus RG allies here, the Nintendo Switch are here. There are already three massive devices in the handheld gaming space. The the Asus RG ally maybe not as much since it's newer, but the Steam Deck and Nintendo Switch are definitely so massive giants yeah. in the handheld yeah. gaming space, right? Why are you trying to compete with them if you just like aren't willing to put in the R and D? What are you doing? 
what what is the, what are you hoping to get out of it? Because oh, was it, did you want an answer from it? Because I'm supposed yeah, because you're Sony. Yeah, you're Sony. Yeah. Go on, Sony. Uh, what are you hoping Ryan. to get out of this? What's the plan? I want to just try. Maybe there's a few people that will buy it because they think it's native, and then they'll get. Oh, a nasty right. So you're scamming people. Is the plan? No, 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 no. <laughs> you're um, hoping to sell three devices <laughs> because people will pick it up by mistake. I genuinely, it just sounds like Sony have seen this trend, like you just said. Sony have seen the trend of handhelds. Going, okay, what is the easiest way yeah, to get involved? Yeah market with minimal effort just put ourselves in there oh look this is our handheld offering we do handhelds too without really trying to be like they're almost like they know that they're not going to be the main the main players in the market they just want to be involved is what it seems like to me mm -hmm. uh, god that was nice just to not be sony for a minute then just yeah yeah but just being involved what's it going to get them i just i'm really struggling to understand being involved is doing nothing positive for them it's tarnishing their reputation it's destroying them because even even if they decided okay we're going to start putting in r d let's say they're behind they decided it yeah. this year they've seen the asus rg ally come out they're like we're going to start putting r d into a dedicated handheld gaming console yeah to natively run ps5 games even if they started the r d now within four five years time they could have a device probably even quicker than that if they really, really wanted to pump into it. They could have a device that would completely blow away the market, right? If anything, I think they should have started R&D on this device when the Nintendo Switch came out because now they could have been bringing out a device to compete with whenever the Nintendo Switch 2 comes out this year, next year, the year after. They could have brought out a device at the same time as that to compete with that. Why have they not been doing that? How, Is this long, how long did you say that Asus had, or Asus had been working on the ROG Ally? Or did in the they preview say? event, they said it was nine years. Exactly. So that takes us back to 2013-14. Prior to the release like, of the Switch. But exactly. Like, like Valve are losing money on Steam Decks, right? And I feel like PlayStation don't want to sell another device at a loss because they sell PS5s at a loss. Then I'm, just I'm... don't even bother. Just don't no, I agree. even bother. I yeah. agree. It's the laziest route and they're trying to... I, mm -hmm. Honestly, guys, I'm still in that mindset where it's like surely everybody inside playstation is saying the same things we are why the hell would you say release that this, this is an thing? april fool's prank i'm waiting for him to say forget project q just it, it didn't project exist. question yeah, mark <laughs> but this is the thing is that there's nothing wrong with companies backpedaling on these announcements and stuff especially when people aren't excited for them if they had a massive following that i was like yeah we can't wait for project q and then they backpedaled on it that would be quite upsetting and you know but no one is excited for this if you look at the comments on their announcement video i don't know if you guys have done that look at the comments on the trailer for project q it is embarrassing it is really really upsetting so no one is looking forward to this no one is excited about this there's nothing wrong with backpedaling there really isn't mm. we've seen xbox delay game after game after game for the past three years like there's nothing wrong with Trust you guys me, unreleasing a device do you know what i mean like yeah, yeah, yeah. i know that they don't want to look as bad as microsoft or whatever but been there done that we're used to it now just take a step back and look at what you're doing and yeah. unrelease project q for my sanity please like i'm begging <laughs> unrelease it they haven't released it yet Unannounce it. Can't delete the trailer hey, from YouTube. Yeah, delete, delete the trailer from YouTube it. and pretend it never dream. happened. Yeah. It was a fever but, dream, yeah. 
Adam L has got an answer to your question from earlier, Jasmine, I think, yeah. if Nathan wants to read No, go, go ahead, Aaron. Oh, okay. Uh, Project Q does have a selling point, though, says Adam L. The kid whose PS5 is on the living room TV and dad comes home and puts the footy on, it's football die. The kid football can day. still play. <laughs> that very one specific case That is uh, a very scenario. good... That is very... Uh, Adam, no, no, no but this is the thing. To let their kid play while even that, on. Even that... Right, what kids like Boom. this? You you've described an iPad kid, right? You described an iPad kid. Do you know what they can do in their iPad? PlayStation Remote Play. Oh yeah, I'm just that's saying. True. Yeah, that's so true. even that yeah. kid. But it does look even... cooler though, doesn't it? The project here does look cooler than an iPad. Does it? Kids don't yeah. care if it looks cooler than an iPad because the iPad's bigger. You know. Yeah. They can suppose. pick their nose and put it on the screen or whatever. Hold the thought. Adam, Adam has got another another situation <laughs> here. He says, also, if you're in the middle of an intense game of Call of Duty, but nature is calling, you can continue slaying noobs on the oh, toilet. Oh, come on, Adam. Do what the rest of us do. Do what the rest of us do for years and just hold it. <laughs> grow up. Wait until you're back in the lobby. Grow oh, up, Adam. Grow up. Yeah. Um, also, the the input delay. Yeah, Overwatch yeah, would be horrendous for Call of Duty. Yeah. If everyone is playing Call of Duty on the Project Q, they might. That's like, going to be the new disc. So like, oh, you playing on know... Project Q, mate? <laughs> Do we know if Project Q has an Ethernet port? I don't think asking. it does. I don't, I don't think it does. The leaked device, the um, video of the leak, though, it? showed <laughs> the device <laughs> like all of it. It didn't have an Ethernet yeah. port, and then the announcement trailer didn't have one either. And yeah. obviously, their um, inspiration uh, didn't have one either. So we'll, yeah. we'll wait and see. Inspiration. Yeah. Um, we've got Is a couple of uh, oh. other comments sorry sorry we've got a couple just... of other comments in there um got jd in the chat hi jd thank you so much for watching uh, they say psp was brill absolutely yeah, it got was it absolutely was yeah it was God, I admit, yeah um psp was treated so well how sony could just diminish support for the vita was just terrible agreed absolutely uh yeah. sorry aaron you were because you were it didn't play uni universal media discs that's why the ps vita failed but um yeah. no I was, it was literally just um is is, lo is the logitech g cloud is it out and do we know how well it's doing it's out it's been out in america since and then just september and then it released in the UK a few months ago, and every single you been, review Aaron? I've seen has been bad. In Diablo Land, mate. That's <laughs> my review been. will be bad. Spoiler alert: my review is going to be bad for this device. It's not going to be great, and that that's about all we've seen. Like, there's not been any other follow up from it. I think that game looks great. It and left it. It won't play. It won't look or play like that. Uh, there is not any ports on there, Aaron. Uh, just from what I can see, the, uh, there's right. no ports on. There. Like it's just. You can't even charge like, it. It's a one-time the... use. You can't even charge it. You pick it up. You use it once. You chuck it in the bin. Oh, was that a little port there on the back that I saw? I'm gonna just try scrubbing. No, mm. it was just no. a screen. I can't see anything. This is there's like no room at the bottom. That's a screen. Design. No way. Anyway, so that's not a final design. Nah. It can't be. I also just want to. I also just want to say as well. It, I think this could be really interesting, just to take the conversation in a new direction. But Insider Gaming first um, broke the story oh. like ages ago around about this, and and their article stated that the Q, it was nicknamed the Q Light internally. Is this the light, light on features? Version? Well, yeah, but is but this why the would they bring out the light version before they brought out the Q version? But Unless is the Q for real is, for a, a minute? is a code name for PS5 Slim. I don't know. Maybe. What? 
So you think this is the light version of the PS5 Slim? I don't know. I do not know what this is, guys. Because I could there be a Q, <laughs> could there be just a PlayStation Q that is a handheld, dedicated handheld, but they're just not that it's taking so long. They want to perfect it. Oh, we haven't got it quite right. We don't want to release it. I tell you what, let's do a Q light. Let's get that out there. Oh, so they we... had the thought process that stuff isn't going to work and that stuff is bad, but then they no, no. that. Maybe they've God. been working on it for 15 years and then still... God forbid they've been working on and that like... for 15 years, mate. God. <laughs> no, maybe they've got a queue that's a handheld gaming device that's dedicated. Maybe they've yeah. been working on it for years and they're not happy. And they're like, okay, we need to launch something. What's the easiest thing we can launch? Yeah. But they don't and need to launch queue. anything. I think like, yeah. they just. I think that's the thing is that like if they were really scrambling and they were like, we need to get this out, I think they just need to acknowledge that they didn't need to bring anything out. No one was begging them to release a handheld device the handheld devices that we have on the market yeah. at the minute are perfectly yeah. acceptable and like aaron was saying a lot of ps5 exclusives are now slowly creeping their way onto pc and you can play them on a steam deck and yeah. the cheapest steam deck comes in at 370 odd quid yeah why would you get this where you need to be potentially tethered to your ethernet cable if it has an ethernet port to be i can't believe that it's not an oled screen like for the price at the bare minimum, right? They should yeah. be pushing the fact that the it's got Vita a display had on it. An OLED screen, guys, <laughs> and that was the joke when the Nintendo Switch OLED model came out. It was like PS Vita did this 2012. So, uh, literally, they're going backwards. Jim Ryan, have a word with so yourself. The Project Q official specifications will is a it's a 1080p 60 FPS display. I'm out. for cloud gaming <laughs> with a 60. It's a normal LCD eight inch screen. Um, it's just it's and then what? It's just a screen. That's it. You've just it's described just a screen because yeah. that's all the specs that's in it. Yeah, that's literally all. so. So okay, at what price is this viable? Well, it's not viable at any price. At it's all, not viable. Uh, uh, no, no price at all. Fifty no. quid. I I pick it up for fifty quid. Genuinely, you would. That's how much? It's an empty shell for fifty quid at, just to play but on my why sofa would you while do I watch that? stuff. Just to, just to have around the house, like I could play. God of War wherever I want, in bed, just like Nathan does with his Steam Deck. You can do that uh, on your plays phone. Elden Ring. I don't do it anymore because I haven't got it. You... Oh, oh, I've got oh, Nathan's yeah. Steam Deck. But but that's I, not I, Nathan's I, Steam. That's the mirror Nathan's Steam Deck. Yeah, that's the official. I thought you were going to say you didn't do it anymore because you've beat Elden Ring now. I have beaten Elden Ring actually. Yeah, th- thank but you. But he still you. wants it back yep. to to play it again. But this is the thing, right? Here's what Adam L says. Maybe it's designed for those who live in a caravan slash motorhome and have no space for a TV. Right, Adam. What are you buying a PlayStation? Uh, Adam, are you listening? You need a PlayStation to stream the game. Why do you own a PlayStation with no TV? Just so you can use Project Q. Are you listening? There's flaws in every single use case you can come up for. I promise there's a flaw. There's not a single use case where this thing is like, yeah, that's all right. None. None. Are we just going to skip over the fact that the first time JD and Sinner Air watched Goodfellas, it was on PSP? Are we going to let that go? What, what that even means? Well, like... if you remember, like the discs, because that was the I thing. I never had PSP. one. Okay, I had a UMD disc. I could run and go grab it, I really. Got it. I've got one here. Have you got one? Yeah, so this is it. Well, yeah, if you open the slot at the top there, you'll see there's something you can slot an actual disc in it's not a cartridge based system Same. and then right. uh, they released movies as well as games and i had yeah. Dodge that's Ball so sick and yeah, 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 yeah. on psp and i was that's like watch so it. sick yeah yeah imagine oh my that god i days. never knew that 
never what? knew that. I never what? knew that. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I'm pretty sure. I'm pretty sure I. Uh, oh, you've, that's an inside joke. Um, <laughs> I'm pretty sure I watched movies on it as well. Yeah, we all did. Yeah, yeah. we all did. Like, we all did. My aunt one had one, and my mum like oh. my mum was so adamant on me getting one. She's like, "Get a PSP. Your aunt's got one. You guys can play on it together." And I was like, "No, I want a DS." Oh. I'm glad I got a DS instead. I am. I'm glad. Did you want to play Final Fantasy VII Crisis Core as well? Yeah, and she said I wasn't allowed because she said that it was a game for adults. She said Final Fantasy was for grown-ups. It was not. It was not for grown-ups. It was a kid's game. Callie's way behind. It isn't a standalone device. Sorry, what? No, you need to. It's cloud gaming only, Callie. It's streaming only, yeah. It's cloud gaming only, and you need a PlayStation 5, and your PlayStation 5 needs to be left on this is what I'm saying. Aaron's within oh, Wi-Fi distance Aaron's as saying, well oh yeah, game. I'm going to play mine. Right, right, right. Actually. In my house. You're going to leave your PlayStation on in the yeah, living yeah, yeah. room and sit um, in your bedroom and play Ima- Project Q. Imagine this. This is, this imagine is a new space what? where I would use it. This is, this is what I would pay again. 50 quid for. Diablo okay. 4. <laughs> Cannot play it on a Steam Deck because it goes through Battle.net. And right. even if I did, it's always online. So that would be a, a, an ideal game to play on this thing in my house. As a, Because, you know, you've all played Diablo. It's got a grindy-based game. Like, usually yeah. I'll listen to a podcast when I have it on. That is the one scenario, like, realistically, that I would pay 50 quid for this thing for, is to play Diablo yeah. 4. Would you pay £300 for this No, thing? I wouldn't, Jim Ryan. Okay, Look at me. I ain't paying it. You can send me one. <laughs> I can play Diablo 4, but I ain't paying it. Yeah. Naren, uh, Naren's still here. Thank you so much for, for watching our uh, mumblings <laughs> about the uh, Project Q. Uh, Naren says, the PSP was amazing, but the charger was a brick. Yeah, I remember that, actually. I once put my back out, carrying it around in a what? for a weekend. But I was, was able it that to bad? Be able to watch the entire series of Firefly on it while on a holiday. Yeah, that's why That's why it was so great. Aaron is going watching to get Watching movies PSP, on it guys. sounds sick. Like, that yeah, sounds so genuinely. cool. I can't remember where I put. I can't. But then you need to carry around the... the discs with you, right? Yeah. How big yeah, are the discs? It. I can't remember where I put. Right, the he's discs got his whole case. He's got all the. He got everything. <laughs> oh my god! Sony Don't. ponies Pat, Pat, like this. Sony ponies Don't. here. Don't do this to me. Don't oh, do this god. to me. Can you show me the Actually... charger, please? Oh, I don't know if it's in the case. Unfortunately, it might be. You've got oh, a is. case like that. And you've got with no, no char- charger in it. That is minging. That is minging. That is huge. It, this was that 2006, is... Jasmine. What did the you DS want? The DS charger wasn't that big. I I still got my yeah. DS charger downstairs, and it's just a little plug and then a long just wire. A cable, yeah. It's not like that. Oh my god. What? What? I never knew what? that. I never knew that. <laughs> what? <laughs> it doesn't get any less funny. That's the thing. And then just to show Jasmine... Have you, you got go, the discs? I want to see how yeah, big yeah, yeah. the, the so, discs are. So, so this oh, is... Oh, there's a little... He's got this a is it. There. But get this. I remember my cousin got one a PSP for Christmas and his mum wasn't the brightest, bless him. And uh, she was like, <laughs> I tried for ages. I tried for ages getting the disc out of this white little thing. And I'm like, no, oh, you leave it in. No. And then, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> but anyway. Can so, you boot, but can you boot something to... up now? That'd be quite interesting. It's not going to have charge on it, I reckon. Yeah. Well, the thing is, I bought this on Facebook Marketplace for 20 years ago. It's not uh, for 20 quid. It's not my for original. 20 for 20 years ago? For 20 quid? Yes, for 20 quid? And a bunch oh, of Oh, he kept that one and unwrapped, didn't he? He didn't wow. tell anyone about that. Matt, I'd have been, I'd have been offering 25 to the same <laughs> seller. 
I would have been there with 30, mate. I would have been there with my 30. 35. <laughs> <laughs> it, needs, it needs a new screen in it because it's like got a green line down it. I was planning on fixing uh, it. But... Uh, yeah, yeah, no yeah, charge, yeah, guys, yeah, unfortunately. Yeah. Maybe I should so, charge it now. And by the end of the podcast, that could be the big finish. There you go. Uh, there you go. Pop, pop <laughs> it on. Pop it on. Adam L's saying again, what if you want to play multiplayer, guys, but your little brother keeps screen watching on split screen? One play on Project Q and the other play That's on not TV. how it works, Adam L, because you need to use the PlayStation <laughs> to stream it to the Project Q. Adam L, I oh admire his determination. <laughs> You're not listening, Adam. You're not listening. You need to so use what, the PlayStation shown... to stream it. Yes. So you can't like use you can't play two like different things at the same time on either device. The yes, only thing I thought when they the... first announced it yeah. was I was like, Oh, this is gonna be like the Wii U. This is gonna be like the Wii U right. for PlayStation, right? It's not because you it's can't not. use it like that. It's only cloud so gaming. So what, what's showing on the PlayStation Five? The output that's what will be on the the PlayStation Two, yeah. essentially. Yeah. Right. Okay. I'm so, Naren. There you go. Another Aaron another now... use case debunked. Anyway, sorry. There you go. Sorry, Adam. We really appreciate these creative <laughs> chats yeah. around what potentially it could be, but but you you're really like there's no there's no there's you no have point. to go bottom of the barrel for it though yeah. so i appreciate you doing that oh but why is the why is the case so big it's like the nintendo switch yeah, where the cases are massive yeah. and the cartridge is like that big look at this oh that's sick that's actually sick i really want one now Shall are I you going to become a psp collector let's go yeah, on facebook market right. let's, let's go on let's go and get one let's go and get one i'm on facebook now, marketplace right now while you I do that know. i'm going to read some comments out uh okay <laughs> Naren says, Aaron is now officially my favourite. Yeah, he's all our favourites. Can't favorites, believe this, Naren. He's all our favourites. Um, Callie says, I'm slightly too young to remember the PSV, but I remember loving my brother's Vita. Bring that back. Yeah, that. Do, I mean, do you want me to go get my back. Vita as well? You have a Vita too. That's another podcast. Yeah, of course. Go on. Oh, go man on. of the people. All right, all right. I can, I can hold down the fort. I can hold down the fort. Um, <laughs> but the Callie said, for £300, throw it in the bin. That's what I'm That's saying, what, Callie. You get it. You get saying. it. That's what we're saying. I, I think you wouldn't, no matter what the price is, you wouldn't buy it. You're adamant, mm -mm. Jasmine. No, no I wouldn't. What the, even if it's even if quid. it's fifty quid, I wouldn't buy it. Okay. Not. I'm not buying it. As not as our it. as our not lovely short form creator says, not buying it. <laughs> not buying it. Not buying it. There's the Vita. Oh. What a piece of technology. Oh, I loved the Vita with its little camera on the back and its little touchpad thingy on the back. Adam L's got another use case. We'll go over that in a minute. Yeah, I need to charge, guys. But I actually had to swap the battery out of this thing because the charge would deplete in like 30 minutes. So I changed the battery on it. Most terrifying thing I've ever done in my life. Right, here we go. Adam L. Okay. What if you want to continue gaming while cooking your dinner? Ain't no one taking the PS5 into the with the queue, you can cook a stir fry while playing. Adam, games. Adam, have you heard of this? This is called a mobile phone, <sighs> and then you can download this app where you can play PlayStation games via PlayStation remote, remote play. play, and yeah. then you you don't need to spend three hundred dollars to get Project Q. Or in this instance, do you have you? Is this like caveman times where you don't have a phone but you somehow have a PS Five? Right. Explain. Explain. JD comes in with a great suggestion. I'd buy a Project Q if it allowed you to play PS3 games digitally. Uh, technically, Ooh. you could JD do it. JD loves his PS3 games, doesn't he? I mean, I do as well. Why are so many PS3 games not available to play on modern consoles? That's the issue. 
Metal Gear Solid I 4. I never had a PS3. Resistance 3. PS2, Xbox 360, and PS5. PlayStation PS4. 4. Yeah. PC. PlayStation 5. I think that's a quick poll into the chat. Would you buy a Project Q device for 230 uh, Anyone that says yes, no, anyone that says yes, I need you to justify it too. I need you yes. to explain I'm really interested. why I'm really you said yes actually. if you yeah. say yes. Yeah, so if so you say yes, please mind. let us know yeah. the reason why you would buy one. Well, Adam L's um, in Sony's pocket. He's buying one day one from all these <laughs> clearly, use cases clearly. he's come up with. Uh, I mean, day I hate one. to call you out, but yeah. Yeah, so uh, we'll leave that poll going for a bit longer. Um, and there has been, it's been the week of leaks, ladies and gentlemen, because Modern Warfare 3 has been leaked. Um, we already knew Call of Duty 2023 would be coming this year, but a recent leak has seemingly confirmed it'll be called Call of Duty Modern Warfare 3. Um, I had no idea. No idea it was going to be called Modern Warfare 3. That is a, that is all new information to me. I'm, oh, I I'm, knew I'm, that. I, oh, I never knew that. Oh, I never knew that. There you go. We've all done just it got it now. It's that, it's that guy outside the chicken. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That yeah. happened in I Bristol. That happened in Bristol. Oh, so did it? Is that why? Yeah. Is that what you're talking about? Yeah. Right. Yeah. Okay, okay. But I, t- I tell you what, I am genuinely shocked a little bit because is anybody else bummed that this year's Call of Duty is Modern Warfare again? Like, yes. it was the time yeah. of Black Ops to return. Cold War came out. It was great. I put in so much time in that uh, that game's online. Um, then we had Vanguard. Nobody cared about it. But Treyarch make the best Call of Duty games. We all know this. They're called Black Ops yes. and World at War. Uh, yes. So I'm a bit disappointed, actually. So this is this is the official leak. I'm just going to add this. This is the Monster Energy packaging. Uh, this is via Charlie Intel. The original Im- image was from uh, Algebra underscore Sloth. So you can clearly see the the Modern Warfare Three logo with Captain Price uh, on there as well, Makarov on there. Um, Captain Price, Captain Price. Um, he oh, actually so just it like... wasn't like I didn't even know about these leaks. It wasn't Monster that actually like leaked it or anything like that. It's just through the promotional packaging. Yeah, but they leaked they leaked it because the the promotional yeah, they shipped packaging it. Has, has made it. Oh, into they people's shipped. Hands. They shipped. Yeah, yeah, the yeah. Oh, yeah. oh yeah. I thought this was someone in a factory who'd like seen it, and I don't know. I didn't realize it had been shipped. My bad, guys. No, this is Whoops. this is actually like this is actually. That's insane. Yeah. And then didn't the Call of Duty Twitter account be like, "Oh, has anybody got an energy drink we can take a sip of or something?" Yeah, or... absolutely. So uh, Activision they got involved in the social media banter by essentially confirming the leak is correct. Uh, they said, "Woo Mondays, anyone have an energy drink they can spare?" Um, Call of Duty developer Sledgehammer Games also changed its Twitter banner in the le- in the wake of the leak with the new logo featuring the same three red lines shown mm. in the leaked artwork. Oh, so, that, that, that's a confirmation if I've ever yeah. seen one. Yeah, and, and Call of Duty Today have tweeted out saying um, three reasons why you're excited for the new Call of Duty. Mm. So, like, mm. come on, guys. Um, Who would have guessed they're calling it Modern Warfare 3? Who would have guessed? Yeah, but my heart's broken. We had Modern Warfare 2 last year. Like, yeah. this isn't how Call of Duty's done. Like, I don't... Uh, anyway, sorry. Because wasn't the rumour that this was going to be like an add-on to Modern Warfare 2? So in that sense, it makes yeah. sense that they've built this DLC up from a DLC. Kind of like what Ubisoft yeah. had done with Assassin's Creed Mirage. That was originally going to be Valhalla DLC. And they so built the original, it up. Yeah, the original report was that they weren't going to make a fully-fledged premium release. They were just going to release a DLC for... Modern Warfare mm. 2 with like new maps and new campaign and everything like that. But I think something changed along the development path where they thought, hang on, we've got actually got a full game here. So now it's going to be a full premium release. Um, 
in 2023, likely November, because that's normally when Call of Duty games drop. But it will be very Do we similar. Know it's this year? Yeah. Okay. Yeah, it'll Just be this year. Me. It'll be this year. Um, what does this mean for Warzone? So Warzone will be getting a new map. Mm-hmm. Is the the latest information, the latest leaks, um, and uh, it's going to be all all items from Modern Warfare Two can carry over into Modern Warfare Three. So that kind of mm-hmm. ties into the continuation as well of everything. The fact that it's all going to feel very similar uh, as well. Um, we've got a, a couple more co- comments in the chat as well. Um, we've got Adam L. Uh, I don't have a PS5, but I'm hoping they release a Q plus PS5 bundle so I can scam myself out of a grant. <laughs> okay, Adam. that's insane. You're you go insane. for it, mate. Yeah. Um, Callie says as well, is it just the logo that's been leaked? Is it really that serious? Well, I think well, the logo kind of confirms that what the game is going to be. So I think that's yeah, quite serious. The game right? name, as of, as of yet, is we not didn't confirmed. know it was going to yeah. be. We didn't know it was going to be Modern Warfare Three. Yeah. It was kind so, of like a. It was one of those open secrets that people knew it was going to be Modern Warfare Three for quite a while, but now it's mm-hmm. all kind of coming out, and this is the obviously the, the last confirmation. When, I got I got a question for you guys. Then, when do you think Activision? Um, I've been talking about Diablo so much. I've been. I was almost said Activision Blizzard again. Then, when do, when do you think Activision was originally going to reveal COD Modern Warfare Three? Because we've got Gamescom coming up next month. I'm wondering, like. I, I mean, Call of Duty doesn't I'm need games. I'm surprised they didn't the announce yeah. it in sort of Summer Games first period. Mm. Yeah, I think I people were expecting it. Normally, is July when Call of Duty yeah. games get announced. Modern Warfare. So 2 maybe was this is their July. way of announcing it and drumming some maybe. hype around it, like maybe. slyly being like, maybe <laughs> yeah. this is intentional. Because it happens with a lot of companies that they? they intentionally leak stuff so that people start talking about it, and then there's that works, a massive though? hype. Do you think that works? The leaks and yeah, then yeah, yeah. We're talking about it. We wouldn't be talking about it if there weren't leaks, would we? That's a good point. It sucked me in. It sucked me in. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> it sucked me in to talk exactly. about it. Yeah. Um. So let's let's we look at the results of the poll. Yes. Please. Oh yeah. Let's go. On. Let's end the poll. Adam, how many accounts has Adam L uh, been able to create in the <laughs> so space? We've, of that poll? <laughs> we've had seven votes. Uh, eighty-five percent said no. Fourteen. Whoa percent said yeah that doesn't whoever said yes whoever said yes type we know your paragraphs said yes. right now type your paragraphs right now i want to know why Come on, you said yes reveal yourself who said yes explain. adam did you say yes explain. single man reveal yourself i actually can't <laughs> see the results of the poll like who voted what uh even yeah, though i've yeah. got the youtube account open but if you can please let us know if you were the JD one that said Surreal. yes and why I do agree. It's not. I do think it's too much Modern Warfare. This is the point I was getting at. Like, what's great about the Call of Duty games is that it goes away, comes back, goes away, yeah. comes back. There was a few years there where we had things like Advanced Warfare. It was a dark, dark time. It was a dark, dark time in Call of Duty's history. Yes. Then they brought it back with Infinite Warfare, which is a better game than what people give it credit for. Are you listening to Cold Iron? I didn't know this. I love the Call of Duty campaigns generally, yeah, but yeah. in recent years, it's like, yeah, 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 like. I, I'm one of those people that's like, what if Activision sold the the campaign for like 20 quid per year, 25 quid? I'd buy it. I'm not interested in a lot. Of, but having said that, Cold War's model, multiplayer was really good. We don't need to go over that again. But yeah, but they're missing a, a couple trick. of old. There's a couple of old Call of Duty titles that have had their multiplayer re re uh, re enabled recently, like the original Modern Warfare 2, for example. And people are flocking to that. Over 100,000 people are playing that over the weekend. Um, that's because shows... they're so buggy on the the Steam release right it's like yeah. not fair or whatever so yeah absolutely uh i presume it's adam 
L that said yes because uh, they've said in the chat, I stand by my justifications. Uh, horrendous. Horrendous. Really so, upset. Scream crying after this podcast is finished, Adam, because you said this. <laughs> yeah. And then JD with, with a very left field question. Uh, imagine a hybrid between Peppa Pig and JD just kind of says whatever I, pops into his head, doesn't he? I it? don't JD want to imagine just... that. Yeah. I mean, he says whatever it, pops into his head. It does remind me of, um, did anybody see that viral clip when the Peppa Pig game released last year? And there was a yeah. bit where the queen was featured in it. And the scene sort of like ends, they're splashing yeah. in puddles. And then all of a sudden it fades to black and it says, R.I.P. Queen Elizabeth II. That's insane. You know, I can't believe the, uh... Queen Elizabeth was in the lore of Peppa Pig. Yeah, I can't believe that. she was. Yeah, she was. I... That's insane. I don't know if King Charles will be making an appearance in future seasons. I don't well, know. We must. But watch this we must. space. Yeah. Because in the law now, if she's passed away in the Peppa Pig law, that means that he has to be the king. That's the fact, though. The fact that they addressed her passing in the game. If I was the game, I would have kept her legacy alive. Like, oh, it's always the queen. Yeah. Like, do you know what I mean? Yeah. And but... Tears of the Kingdom, the announcement was delayed oh, 24 yeah. hours. Yeah. Because in the UK. Way. Yeah. In yeah. the UK, because of the the passing of, of Queen yeah, Elizabeth II. Um, uh, so when it was finally announced, obviously it made sense why it was. Uh, why it was. Mm-hmm. Um, but I feel like we've gone a little bit off topic here. Um, yeah. But uh, Adam, if you're not prepared to uh, have a look at why you're going to buy Project Q, um, then I look forward to you playing it and uh, you telling us how you think of it later on in the year. Because I demand a pro section to Jasmine's review of the queue, he says. Um, there won't be one because there won't be any pros. I can guarantee you wow. from looking at the device uh, right the, now. Well, the dual sense, it feels good to hold in the hands. That's all I'll say. Yeah, Maybe I can just hold a dual sense controller, Aaron. I can just hold a dual I know. sense controller. I know, but in your pro section, just say it feels exactly like a dual sense and that's as positive they've as done a get. good job on putting on the controller that they already manufacture onto something else is that really a pro thank you yeah. nathan tell them it's not it's not yeah callie said uh i won't certainly see an issue with their decisions when they have to send out ps5s with their project queues for review that's very that's <laughs> a very interesting point actually um callie's lifting w- the curtain here talking yeah about absolutely yeah the, well with absolutely the inner workings of yeah. With PSVR 2, did they send PS5 units out to reviewers for that? I don't think they did. They didn't send me one. No, they didn't. No. They kind of just assume that reviewers have a PS5 unit. Yeah. So shall we leave? So we, so we end the podcast on the big finish. Is the Vita charged? Oh. Is the PSP charged? What's happening? Let's have right. a look at what we've got. <laughs> it, it, it was glowing orange. So. Oh, that's a good sign. Yeah. If you want to know, my, my G Cloud is charged. Oh, okay, nice. Yeah, give us some cloud. <laughs> Cloud performance. <laughs> I tell you what. What about um, if I leave it plugged in while while I power it up because it doesn't seem to be oh, working. Here we go. Here we go. Let, let's. By Android. Let's. Oh. Oh, look oh, at that. Guys, look, you can see everything. Look at that. It's reflecting what? on the screen. I didn't know that. It's taking so long to turn on. This thing. My PSP is oh, turning on sooner. Can you hear the PSP noises? Yeah, let's go to yeah. let's go to Aaron Potter. You Your PSP me... is turned on quicker than yeah. my Logitech G Cloud. That's insane. There we go. It's on. There we go. My PSP is asking me to set the time and date, so it's like oh, is that long ago? There you go. But wow, wow. There we go. I've, yeah. I've put the pin in. Let's see what happens. It is just not doing anything. There we go. We oh, there you go. You got a Game Pass. Xbox Beautiful. Cloud Gaming, Nvidia GeForce Now. 
Xbox Steam Remote Play, and then you can go on YouTube. Wow. What a Great world we device. live in. Can I just say what something? About oh, in the, the Google Play Store. Like, keep holding up that Logitech G Cloud oh, or whatever it's called. Oh, yeah. Does that not look like something that VTech would put out? Like a baby, <laughs> sort of like five to seven year olds. Like, why yeah, is it, it does, so. Look it? at the border on it. Yeah, What's it is a bit. On? You know the Kindle. It feels like you know the Kindle's use, designed for like... babies with the big purple yeah, yeah. bit around the edge. Yeah, it, it looks like look that. that actually, it feels like one. I promise you. And the buttons are quite like. <laughs> I don't know if you can hear. But yeah, yeah. Why would Logitech get involved in that? I don't. That's I what I'm it. saying. That's what. See what I'm they saying. make good mice though. I'll say that they make good, yeah. pretty half decent mice. Snap, oh yeah. yeah, I'll say that too. Their mice are so good. Logitech, stick to what you know. How much is that? What was this? Three hundred and twenty-nine pounds and ninety cents, or three hundred and fifty dollars. There's. Yeah. A, show me the cost breakdown. I need to know components, like parts. Like I get you got to make a profit, but there is surely no they're way. Da- surely they're le- less than that now. No. Nope. That probably Sorry, costs. Guys, I can go in the Play Store. It's fine. Three hundred twenty-nine pounds. Well, I mean the. I mean the project is a bargain. <laughs> I can, I can download but, TikTok. I can download TikTok on here. You don't need a PlayStation to use that either. Oh yeah. Let's that's not true. forget. This is that's what Adam can't understand. I'm downloading yeah. TikTok so I can go and follow um at Mirror Gaming. The Mirror Gaming. At the Mirror Gaming on TikTok. Wow. Yeah. Well, on, at least on... there we go. There's a use case for the G Cloud. I can use it. I can use TikTok on it. Can't do that on Project Q, can you? Can't do that. As far as we know. Do that. Anyway. Yeah. And on that note, uh, I think it's time to end. Thank you so much, uh, Jasmine, Aaron, for being on this week's show. Thank you, everyone, for getting involved in the chat. Um, been really enjoyable to debate Project Q and the potential use cases. So thank you, everyone. Callie, JD, Adam L, Narin, Scott popped his head in at the start and then went off. I'm guessing there was uh, there was some stuff to do uh, at work. But thank you, everyone, for, for joining us. We'll be back next week with the Mirror Gaming walkthrough at the same time at 4 p.m. at BST every Wednesday. We'll also be uh, streaming Sea of Thieves on Friday as a team, all four, uh, all four of us. There's only three of us. <laughs> but uh, Scott will be joining us on Friday to uh, to stream Sea of Thieves, uh, which I'm really looking forward to because of the new Monkey Island content update. So make sure you get click subscribe and you'll be notified when we go live on Friday for that. Um, and you can obviously watch the walkthrough next week as well uh but for now thank you so much for watching we'll see you again next week have a great week we'll see you then bye-bye bye-bye i've lost the uh i've lost the i've lost the thing that says uh there you go (laughs) too much g cloud chat